welcome back to season two of Share His Light podcast. I'm Rachel. You might recognize my voice from last season. I was a host then and I'm a host now. I made sure that I got to come back because I'm so excited to be here with you guys, especially for this new season as we kind of delve into a number of things. But anyways, about me, I'm from Virginia. I love music, but recently my new love is nature. I learned this summer how not to kill plants. And I have taken full advantage of that as my room has now become a jungle. Very slowly, I think I have about like four plants right now. But I'm hoping by the end of this year, I will have 10. And I think that's the plan. But anyways, I want to introduce you guys or get you guys to know my new co-host. So... I'm Robbie. Um, really proud of you, Rachel, for being able to not kill plants. I still Thank have you. not figured that out. So it's hard, but it's good. Yeah. So I'm from Houston, Texas. I was actually in the podcast last semester. I was just behind the scenes and I just scheduled and stuff. But now I actually get to talk to you guys. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I really like to draw. I like to watch TV and I used to play the cello. Um, and then What I always tell people is that I have a sister that's 18 years younger than me, and I just love her so much, and she's in Texas right now, but um, I can't wait to see her during Christmas break. But here is our other co-host. And I am Josh. I am new to this podcast. I'm your new host. Uh, I am from Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am a complete Star Wars nerd, so I will be uh, giving a lot of Star Wars references throughout this podcast. And I really hope you're able to get to know me and my other two co-hosts here as we journey together and uh, learn about the spirit and how to apply that through our lives here in college. I'm so excited about this season, about our not new purpose, but kind of our focus on how we can really have the spirit with us every day and how we can learn to apply the gospel of Jesus Christ into every aspect of our lives. It was great last semester. I loved being able to talk and talk about gospel topics with some of the institute teachers around here, but I'm excited to be able to shift the focus a little bit from not just gospel topics, but Uh, just topics that uh, we think that you'll need in in your uh, time in college or wherever you are. Um, Things that uh, many people have had on their minds, especially um, after the pandemic and just like um, for many new people heading into college, um, just things that you might need to know, like how to make friends or um, how to go on dates and whatnot. So we're, we're having a lot of exciting topics that we're going to be talking here on this podcast. I know. I don't know if I was so awkward before the pandemic happened and we went on lockdown, but I have found coming out of my house and having to interact with people again has been definitely weird. I feel like I'm always on my toes of trying not to make a mistake and whether or not I can actually approach people because I have no idea what's going on in the world anymore. Yeah, it's been really fun. I love how I have been like coming back out of the COVID times and I don't even know how to order at a restaurant guys. It's really bad. It's like, so it's so bad. Like like, yesterday I was at a Costa. It wasn't Vita. It was the other one. Uh, Cafe Rio. Yeah. Cafe Rio. And I was there and they were like asking me what I wanted on my burrito. I was like, I don't even know. Like 
I don't know how to do this right now. And it was, it was really embarrassing. But, you know, we're getting back to the, the normal. I'm air quoting normal. You know? Exactly. I almost dined and dashed the other day because I forgot that you had to pay at the cash register. Um, but I thankfully realized as soon as I was walking out the door and I turned around and got in line to pay before I left. So I felt pretty good about myself for doing my duty as a good citizen. Yeah, good honesty there. <laughs> I know. I could have. I probably could have left and <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have noticed because there were so many people at the – it was like this – little restaurant and you have to pay at this cash register and Mm -hmm. after you've eaten everything and I was like I could have just gone but I felt really bad the moment I walked out the door I was like boom like I did not pay my three dollars for my tacos (laughs) just imagine if you had left like 10 years down the line like you're just thinking back on it and all of a sudden you remember oh my gosh I did not pay for my tacos. I know. It felt like one of the, like, so you remember the friend magazines that the church used to have? I think they still have them. Yeah, they do. They still have them. I remember growing up, there's this one that article that I liked, and it was about this kid talking about this movie theater or whatever, and, like, taking, like, candy or something. And going back, you know, about being honest and not stealing and how that's the big thing. I think I remember that one, too. To and that, like, honest. ran through my mind. I was like, I can't steal. What if they go out of business because I didn't give them $3? Yeah. Did anything fun happen with you this week, Josh? Um, I stayed up pretty much all night watching three seasons of a show on Netflix. Of oh, um, which show? Um, it is Jurassic or yeah, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Mm. It okay. is definitely not. It's it's like a it's almost a kid show, but it's not really a kid show. I feel <laughs> that. Those are the best kind. It is actually kind of terrifying. Oh. Yeah, it's. Like, literally, I think kids would actually be scared watching Maybe this show. I, Jurassic Park terrified me. I was watching it one time while we were on a road trip, and here I am in this minivan, and it comes to this point, you know, when, like, the T-Rex is getting the kids in the minivan, and I was... And you were in a minivan? I'm in a minivan <laughs> driving in the dark. I absolutely freaked out. I made my brother turn off the movie because I was like, the dinosaurs are going to get us. Man, that's a mood, though. Jurassic it Park is. was scary. That's my oh, life. Yeah. It's right there. I I now will not watch Jurassic Park, but it's fun. It's fine. Speaking of TV shows or series or things on the TV, <laughs> General Conference. General Conference. Perfect segue right there. Yeah, that I was know. that was incredible. So yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I love General Conference. I was really sad just because of how things went this weekend. I wasn't able to watch any of the sessions on Saturday, but I did watch Sunday, and oh my gosh. Elder Uchtdorf, such a powerful speaker, such a powerful talk. Mm-hmm. I just kept feeling like the spirit of the Lord coming, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll do better. I'll trust God more. It's okay." Yeah. Love Elder Uchtdorf. He's so awesome. His last talk was "God is among us," and then there was a point at the beginning of his talk where I was like, "He's gonna say God is among us," and then he did, and I was like, "Nice." So he just tends to, at least from what I've noticed, he tends to transition into his talks based on the theme of his last talk so that's pretty cool i wonder if you could like figure out when he started doing that and take his talks and read it kind of like a chapter book yeah that would be awesome i want one of those yeah because i started noticing it when he was like oh come and invite or like come and see and then the other one was like come and belong and those are all three different ones that he just made into you know just transitioned from 
one to the next one to the next one. And so that's when I started just kind of grouping his talks together and then noticed how he would incorporate his last theme into his new one. So that's pretty cool. And you can see all three of those uh, kind of like themes uh, in the comeuntochrist.org website that mm-hmm. we have. Exactly. Um, they're, it's kind of scattered throughout there of like of the come and see and come and belong and, and whatnot. So it's really awesome to see like those types of things that uh, since he is the apostle over missionary work of those things being used in missionary work throughout the world. Yeah. Have you guys, speaking of our church website, we're getting a little off track, but I just want to bring this up really fast because I think it's a really cool website. It's in the church website. Have you guys ever heard of the become.comeuntochrist.org? I have not, but that sounds really intriguing. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. I discovered it in summer and I haven't looked into it as much as I want to, but it's just like these quick little paths that you can go on like seven minute little lesson about like prayer or dealing with disappointment, like kind of what we're trying to do with the podcast too, like just kind of topics that you can incorporate the gospel in. And then there's also journeys where there are chapters where you can really learn and it takes a lot more time. But I I discovered that in the summer and I really encourage anybody listening and my co-host to check it out because it is an amazing website. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it was really awesome for me to discover that. But anyways, back to... I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Exactly. Back to General Conference. (laughs) Back to General Conference. (laughs) We all love these things. Um, So, Josh, what was something that stuck out to you from General Conference? Ooh, I really enjoyed uh, Clark G. Gilbert's talk. Um, Mainly, if you remember his talk, he started talking about slopes and intercepts and calculus and all that kind of uh, stuff yes the things that we all love to learn about that oh, i don't yeah. get enough yeah. during the school week heck yeah <laughs> oh yeah well i mean as the resident nerd here like of course that has to be my favorite talk right like um though on a uh, deeper level it's really good to uh think about because it's all about where we're going instead of where we are like i think I don't know if this is like a Dr. Seuss thing or I can't remember, but somewhere in my memory, there's this memory of um, some sort of quote of like um, going somewhere versus where we are. I can't remember. Is it, oh, the places you'll go? Yeah, it could be something Yeah, because that's that's a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, I I can't remember exactly if it's from that or something, but anyways... I think it's a really good thing to keep in mind, like, it matters where you want to be going. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to think about because there's a lot of people who don't really know, um, like, or they don't think that they're um, prepared enough or, or they're like not Or, like, redeemable or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, one of the themes of conference that I noticed was gradual changes make the biggest difference and that you can start anywhere. And I, Henry Beyer was talking about this. I'm not sure which talk or if he only had one. I don't even know. But he was talking about somehow sometimes it feels like you go one step forward and two steps back. And um, then there were just so many other ones where it's like it's a journey. It's a process. It's not a one-time thing. Like talking about the restoration too. And it's just a really cool theme that I noticed in conference. I know. I really like the 1% thing where you just yeah, have to try. Dying. Yeah, you just have to try a little bit and look at kind of like more of the broader aspects, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm having a hard time with something. So I'm going to do 
try and get 1% better in praying, 1% better in reading, 1% better in attending church. And, you know, maybe instead of just begrudgingly going for one hour and leaving as soon as I can, maybe I'll stay for two hours. Or maybe I'll look forward to going for that one hour. Um, I was looking at Brad Wilcox, who spoke. I love him. His quotes are the best. But I have one on my phone that says, God loves us as we are, but he also loves us too much to leave us this way. Growing up unto the, up unto the Lord is what mortality is all about. And I love that, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're here, but we're not meant to stay like this. We're supposed to grow and learn. And I think that's why we have trials. And the Lord tells us all these things that we need to do. And sometimes it feels really hard. I know a lot of times we feel stuck, mm-hmm. right? That we can't go forward, that we can't learn, that we can't do anything else, that there's nowhere to go. But we have to remember that there's always room upwards. Yeah. And that the Lord will help us because that's where we're supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Brad Wilcox's talk, that was my absolute favorite one. I do need to go back and listen to the ones on Saturday because I missed the first two sessions. But Brad Wilcox, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And I really loved the part where he was talking about the definition of a hypocrite, especially lately, because I feel like a lot of people have talked to me about how they feel like a hypocrite or um, that's what's causing them to not really want to be a part of the church anymore. And he was talking about um, if you want, if you're wanting to break a bad habit and you're working on it, that's not you being a hypocrite. That's you being a disciple. And I was like, wow, just chills, instant chills. I was like, this is so just what I needed to hear. It was just amazing. So... I love that because I think another big thing that was talked about was being a disciple of Christ, right? And using that to become better and to change and not just changing because some other people tell you to but because you actually want to, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, just the for me, it was like the gradual changes, but also having faith and trusting God. I feel like faith was huge. Yeah, faith was huge, huge. And I think it was a really good reminder for me because I've been I've been kind of struggling with seeing friends question or leave the church and seeing so many skeptics of the church. And I was just like, this is really frustrating. And then um, it was just a good reminder to just have faith, even in that aspect. Like, not everybody is going to stay, but you should be focusing on your faith and growing it. And I know. That was awesome. I remember they mentioned a lot about, like, you know, having the faith of the mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, okay, don't hate me, but I've never really liked that metaphor of, you know, how just have the faith the size of a mustard seed. Because I'm like, well, then what size is my faith? Because it's like, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, then you can move mountains. I'm like, I've never been able to move a mountain before. If I could, <laughs> Utah State, Old Main, Hill, that would be flat. Because <laughs> honestly, or at least there. just a couple things shorter, because I'm like, I just want to move this mountain so I can make it to class on time but not be out of breath mm-hmm. and um so I'm like what is my faith right how big is my faith if like I can't even do that not that I'm saying that would happen but it's kind of like that idea right yeah right um but I loved it because they were talking about how one having faith like God can do miracles with your faith as long as you don't doubt as long as you believe that he can actually do it mm-hmm. and then also um it's as if you have faith and you trust the Lord, all things are possible. And it's like, what, how do I know my trust is enough? Because I feel like I, a lot of times it's like, how much do I really trust the Lord? And there was a quote that I love that I put on my phone. It was, trust becomes real when we do hard things with faith. 
And I thought that was interesting because it's connecting faith and trust. And it's doing hard things where I know that the Lord will bless me for this. Or I know that the Lord wants me to do this. And I love him, so I'm going to do this. Or just, I have faith that everything is going to work out. So I'm going to trust that the Lord will help me. And I'm going to do everything I can to put God first. And just that. Well, I was talking in Institute um, yesterday, and we were talking about conference, but then we were also talking about Christ because I'm taking Jesus Christ and the Everlasting Gospel or something like that. But um, one of the questions was that, like, why does he heal some people but not other people? And um, we were just talking about God's timing, and I thought that that kind of ties into conference as well because um, that one guy, I cannot remember his name, but he was talking about how he wanted his dad to be healed from cancer and his dad had the faith to be healed from cancer, but then he still died. And so their like prayers weren't answered in the way that they wanted. And so it was just an interesting tie, um, just in God's timing. And maybe his dad just didn't need to be on the earth anymore. And that's okay too. And Sometimes we're praying for things, but then they manifest in different ways. Right. You know, I think it's interesting. Like we hear a couple of different stories like that of where um, someone's sick or injured. And um, after a lot of prayers and fasting, they end up do uh, passing away. Um, And I know it's really hard um, for a lot of people to have family members and even friends pass away from from this life and um like even myself i've had uh two grandmas and my grandpa pass away and as even now like with everybody like probably mourning someone who's passed away from this pandemic since mm-hmm. this has been like such a huge issue and a lot of people have died unfortunately because of it I think it's important to know that just because you had faith for them to be healed, um, do you also have faith that there is an afterlife? Right, right. This is the whole purpose of this life is to prepare for the next life. Mm -hmm. And if they end up passing away, then you can have faith that they were prepared enough for the next life. Mm -hmm. And that is so great. If you have faith enough in the next life, then that's fine, just just as fine as if they were healed. Right. And it is also, just a brief side note, it's okay to be upset and sad about it as well. And um, lately I've just been really focusing on godly sorrow and um, what is okay to be sad about and what I should probably, oh, maybe I shouldn't be this sad, you know? And I've just been trying to self-assess, but... Um, it's okay to be sad about people dying because you are going to miss them, you know, but it's not like you won't see them again. And they are with God now. And that's a thing to be celebrated as well. So I know I, I mean, it's always a hard subject Um, because of course no one wants their loved ones to not be with them anymore. Um, And it's hard sometimes I think to have that faith and to know that everything's going to be okay because it's something right we can't see. And then it's the whole thing of remembering that faith is something that we can't see, but we believe, right? And we act. And I think it takes time to be okay. And But as long as we can go and be like, okay, I know 
that I believe that there is something, right? Sometimes these things can test our faith or our beliefs and make it so that something that we believe in, we have to truly believe in and be strong about in something that we can't always see. Mm-hmm. And we can't always know for sure, but maybe that we feel is right mm-hmm. or that we feel comfortable or that's something that brings us peace. And I think a lot of times just knowing this brings me peace and peace, not a peace that the world gives us, which is very temporary, but a peace that God gives us, which is how we right. know that it's from him and that it's right. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that I've heard recently is that Christ brings peace and not necessarily happiness because um, it's okay to be sad. Like I've, that's what I've really been focusing on lately. I don't know if you can tell, but just he brings that comfort and that peace. And I feel like a lot of people, their goal in this life is to be happy, but I want to be peaceful through Christ. And I feel like that is just the way to go with your life and just being able to accept certain things when they don't happen the way that we want them to and having peace with that. And that's just been a really big strength to me lately as I've studied that. Right. And this is another quote that was told a lot in conference, right? That Nelson, President Nelson had said in a number of conferences ago about how if we're focused on Christ, it doesn't matter the circumstances to be happy. Mm-hmm. And in that, I think it's a different happiness than the, what the world, right? What a lot of times people think it's not, oh, I'm happy. Like I'm in a good mood, but it's more of like a peaceful happiness. A, mm-hmm. I know everything's going to be okay. I can be optimistic about this. I know that there's a future and a bright and there's a way out of everything. Yeah. And there's the end to these things and a light at the end of the t- tunnel. Yeah. It's that one that you're talking about, the um, about how happiness or joy has nothing to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do do with with the the focus focus. of our lives. Exactly. And I think as I have more, it's something I've learned and had to relearn a bunch of times, but it's the eternal focus. The, you know what, like all the times, like when I'm studying for a test and I'm like, I just want this to be over. I'm not going to do horrible on this test. I hate this so much. I have to remember, you know what, like next week, I'm not going to have to worry about this test anymore. Right, and I am going to be so great then, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to be so happy it's over. The eternal perspective. The eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. If your eternity is at least like one day after the hard thing, that's better than being stuck in the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing right. wrong with being in the moment, but I mean like when, when it's a good moment, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. And I think uh, going back to uh, what you said about optimism, I think that's a um, – something that we don't really talk a lot about right now. Like, I haven't really heard too much talk about optimism, but you always hear President Nelson is like, I am optimistic about this future. Like, he says mm-hmm. that over and over again. President Nelson's the best. I just oh, love yeah. him so much. Oh, yeah. He's so awesome. And I think it's important to know, like, or like, like what you were saying, like, optimism, um, based off what we're talking about, that is, like, the happy peace that we feel. Like, I feel like that would be what optimism is. Like, as long as we have an optimistic view of going through and, like, um, living our lives, I think that's going to be really, really helpful for us, especially as, like, most of us are starting the school year, um, going to college or wherever. Like, having that optimism would be is 
extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, and keeping your focus on Christ, and that's what keeps you optimistic. So, exactly. Speaking of Nelson, I think we can end with his talk. Which right. one? Oh, he had so many, right? <laughs> I I love how he speaks all the time, and even if it's just short. Mm-hmm. Can you believe he's 97? I know. That's crazy. He just, he looks so happy and, like, pumped up and just, he still has so much energy. Like, he just pops out of his chair and walks he right to glows. the stand. It's oh, so great. Oh, also, just that they were actually in the conference center. That was so exciting because the past two times they've been in that, like, other room. I don't know. You know what yeah, I'm talking that, about? Yeah, uh, whatever stage thing, whatever it was. Yeah, were they but, not in the conference center last? No, the last two times they weren't in the conference center. Or three times. Yeah. Three True. Times, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So this is the first time. I was, it was the most exciting thing. Like, I literally, I was like, oh, my gosh. It was very exciting. Oh, it was cool seeing also the choir. Yeah. It that was, was awesome. It was nice being able to have that again. Yeah. But, okay, you were talking about so, one of his talks. Nelson. So I think President Nelson, we can just talk about all of his talks, right? right. Kind of like a mashup of what we can remember. Mm-hmm. But 13 temples. That's also. awesome. I think that's amazing. I was um, really excited about the Fort Worth, Texas one because I am from Texas, so. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. Yeah, but I just, I love how we get so excited about these things in areas, like, that maybe we've never been to, but we're so blessed and glad to be able to share these blessings with our brothers and sisters, maybe some that we probably will never meet, but we're so, I'm so grateful that they're able to have this opportunity to have a temple near them. It's very exciting. Yeah. And then aren't any of you guys also on, like, the edge of your seat when he's talking, like, waiting for him to change something else? always. Always. Definitely. The whole time I'm like having my pen out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write down all the changes. And there were a couple of times when I thought for sure he was going to change something like mm-hmm. with the one from Saturday morning, no, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about changes and everything and how it's a slow progression, how it's always changing. Right. He thought he, for sure he was going to change something. He hinted at it the whole time. He was like, yeah, so like the restoration is a process and, you know, how the gospel doesn't change, but the how we do things can change. And I was like, okay, what are you going to change? And then like, he didn't I'm say ready. anything. Yeah. I was like, let's just be prepared. I feel like he will eventually at some point say I think something. It's, I think there might have been a change, but I think it's because everyone was expecting that there was going to be a change, that there was not a change. I, I remember a few years ago he was talking about that. It was right after, I think right after like two-hour church was announced and it was this big time of like, okay, what are the changes going to be? Let's like decide what they're going to be, you know, like try and like predict. And I remember, All the rumors, oh my gosh. Yeah, all the rumors. Oh, yeah. And I remember his talk and he was like, Conference is not about finding out what's going to change. It is about listening to the Spirit and hearing the Word of God. He's just amazing. And oh. that, like, struck me. And so every time that he doesn't change something, I'm like, he's reminding us that it's not about the announcements. It's about receiving revelation. Right. For the next six months. Right. And then I think we should talk about what a lot of youth or young adults specifically uh, noticed at least for me, I noticed this, is when he was like, oh, you should find an eternal companion and get married in the temple. Oh, yeah, all the memes. Yeah, so many that. memes. If you guys saw those um, and want to share with the Instagram for uh, the... It's Logan Institute of Religion. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, that those are very enjoyable for me, especially the ones where it's like... Oh, President Nelson is like, oh, find your eternal companion. And you're like, I'm trying. That, that was funny. That was a good time. 
now that things are finally opening back up, like that might be possible. Things are slight. <laughs> we can actually like go on dates now. Like, With people in person. Yeah. <laughs> Holding hands is almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, but it's it's crazy just the focus and refocusing on things. Mm-hmm. And I I love President Nelson and everything that he has to share. And just the hope that he gives and how excited he is for the future, which I think is really something just his life and just everything he's been through in his life, how he's so excited for the future. Yeah. There's one thing that I'm reminded of where he, I think it was his wife that was talking about this, but he was like, oh, isn't it wonderful seeing the signs of you aging, like your bones start to hurt and stuff like that? He's like, isn't it wonderful? His just, his view on life is just, I aspire to be that positive. optimistic man in the entire world. It feels like it, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It just, I love looking at him and when he talks about the future, I'm like, you know something that the rest of us don't know. <laughs> Probably, yeah. A lot. And it's just what, I'm probably he's like, what's going to happen? But then I realize just his faith mm-hmm. in Christ and that everything's going to be okay and mm-hmm. how excited he is, you know, for the second coming. Yeah. And how excited we all should be. I remember when I was little, I used to be terrified because, you know, you learn about all the signs, the coming, the signs. The scary signs. All the destruction. And I remember thinking that the world was going to be, like, full of lava and we're all just going to be standing on rocks, <laughs> like, trying not to die. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time that was, like, my vision of the second coming. And um, then I started meeting people when I got older who are excited about the second coming and looking forward to it. And I was like... How can I get that? And I think conference, part of that was preparing and learning to deal with spiritual whirlwinds and storms and everything, but preparing and learning to be excited and looking forward to the day when the Savior will come again. And I know I want that, and I think that's like the key to optimism as well as to look forward to something instead of being scared. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, my last thought in regards to... Um, President Nelson, as well as like um, knowing more about the future, um, it's quite interesting. the The theme that I was thinking of um, a while back in the podcast is prophets. For whatever reason, that theme came into my mind, and I don't know if you guys notice this or if I might just be making this up in my head, but uh, President Nelson was the only one to talk about the temple, like out of everyone. I don't think there was a single other topic or mention of the temples throughout the entire rest of conference. So I'd have to look into that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. It's like, if he's the only one and we're supposed to be listening to the prophet, what does that say? Like, there's something about the temples that we should probably look more into. Like, go to the temple and really uh, fill the spirit. Mm -hmm. I know, and I love how... I don't know, on my, like, cork board in my room, I have pictures of the different temples that I've been to. And I love looking at that in the morning. It's, like, right above my dresser as I'm getting ready. I, like, look at the temple. And there's something about it, just being able to go and see it and be like, you know what, that's what my goal is. And that's where I want to go, and that's where I know I need to be. Um, And I think as we go and really learn and, as you said, kind of, like, listening to the prophet and focusing on what the prophet has to tell us because he is God's mouthpiece that we will know what we need to focus on at least for the next six months. And he will grow on that, expound on that, and we will learn, and we will be able to really receive revelation and learn to trust the prophet 
Yeah. And follow the prophet, just like it's been said for forever. Yeah. Uh, well, I like how you mentioned goals. I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode. Um, so if we all just kind of want to go around and share some goals that we made post-conference, I think the one that I've made is reading 1% of the Book of Mormon every day. Elder Dunn was like, that's five pages. And I was like, no way. And it was. And I was like, wow, I'm not even reading 1% of the Book of Mormon every day. And so I was like, that is my goal. It's more about like 5.1 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'll so, just do five, you know. <laughs> that's close. I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the Lord will forgive you for that point. <laughs> yeah. But you know how like we give 10% of our tithing, you know, our tithing is 10%. So why wouldn't we do 10% of our day being devoted to the Lord. And so that is just, I'm going to try and be better about reading my Book of Mormon. Um, for my goal, I want to go and be better about reading the scriptures and praying. I feel like I've definitely been slacking on, you know, like the primary answers or just kind of like the basic things. So I want to go and I want to pray every day with like a sincere heart and like real intent and study the scriptures at least a chapter a day um, and get back on that and just remember to trust the Lord and to act on faith, to trust and listen to him. Before conference, I was really good at writing down like um, little uh, things on what I read, like just in the scriptures. And um, uh, I wasn't, I started like not doing that once I got up here to college because like so many other things I got to do. So I'm one of that's one of my goals is starting to really do that and open up the doors of revelation in order to like be able to write that down and actually be able to go back and reference that. Yeah. And I feel like you get so much more out of scripture study when you're actually writing down what you're thinking and what you are feeling and what you notice when and you're reading. I feel one of my favorite things is to write in my scriptures and like notations and everything. I love looking back on what I've written in like my margins of my scriptures and what was so important to me that in that little space, I had to write it down. Right. And just the stuff, like, sometimes it it hasn't happened a lot recently, but sometimes it has nothing to do with the scripture. Yeah. It's something that I felt so important, and it's just amazing. Like, I remember one time in, like, Sunday school, we had been, like, discussing something, and I wrote down, like, a math formula with, like, the scriptures. And I was like, this is cool, because I'm also a math person, but new insight about me. But yeah, yeah. I, when I was reading my scriptures recently, I looked back at a note that I had made a year ago about, oh, this is an important scripture for like one of my friends. And just reading back, it was actually an important scripture to me, you know, now. And it's just cool because like, I've done that a few times where I look and I find things that I thought would be good for my friend, but then I look back at them and I needed them. And that's just so profound, you know? Yeah, I think it's really awesome when we go and we're able to open our hearts and look back and grow from that and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about this new season and being able to take what we learned, look back on what we learned in our first season, take that, learn from it, wrap it up, and bring it into this new one. Speaking of which, we're changing the name of the podcast. Heck yeah. Ha, yeah. Instead of Share His Light, which is great, we're bringing it to Generation Zion. And we're doing this for a number of reasons, but Josh, you were the one that received this idea, this revelation of exactly what the name should be, the name should be. 
Would you like to explain why? So I think it's really important to know like um, that this podcast is for everybody, but we were kind of thinking about this new generation, Gen Z, of how a lot of them are, including myself, are coming into college first time and have no idea what's going on. And specifically, those who are members of the church, leaving their families for the first time. I know it. Like, there's a lot of different opportunities here in any college and to really just get into trouble. So, <laughs> um, some trouble is going to be good. Some, yeah. Um, get into a little bit of trouble, but not that much trouble. So... <laughs> Um, I think it's just going to be good for us to have this podcast and for um, our listeners to listen to this podcast to know they can uh, still re- receive uh, revelation and uh, know that that's just like that that can still be a part of them. And uh, I don't know. I, I think know. that's yeah. I agree. I think it's important to know that we're here to learn and grow and to make mistakes but to learn from them and grow and get stronger from them and not to turn our backs which is so easy to do Um, it's hard to admit when you were wrong yeah or when you thought you knew everything but don't um but to go and turn towards the lord in this of learning really how we can apply the gospel into our lives and really become this generation zion which the prophet has been wanting us to do and everything is unify ourselves, unify our hearts and really become the Zion that we're meant to be so we can be prepared mm-hmm. and help one another prepare for the second coming, for what's ahead, for all of the hardships, but also joys that are ahead of us. Right. And you, as you mentioned or implied, Zion isn't necessarily a place, it's people. So we're trying to be unified as young adults and well whoever else is tuning in because we welcome all but uh just kind of figuring out our place in the church and how we can contribute and I'm always I don't know about you guys but I'm always so impressed by how many people are in my ward like I know we're all just trying our hardest but it just makes me so happy for just all of us just being here together and learning and growing and striving to be with the savior because we want to be so yeah I think that about wraps it up. What about yeah. you guys? I think that's everything. And so welcome and thank you for tuning in to Generation Zion. We are so excited for this new season and we are so excited to have you along with us on this journey. Come back next time. We love you all. And it's just, be a blast. oh, well, say that one more time. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Okay. We'll just introduce ourselves one more time and then we'll log out. I'm Rachel. I'm Robbie. And I'm Josh. And keep keeping on.